2: This podcast is brought to you in association with Wednesday Pigs, the free-to-play game where you can bag yourself a share of £1,000 just by answering a few questions based on our upcoming fixture. Just head to the iOS App Store or the Google Play Store to download the app and enter your predictions. You have to be over 18 to play. Please play responsibly and be
3: gamblerware.org.
0: Hi guys, this is Chris Lyon. I'm Gerald Subron. Marcus Hudghey. Dave Lucas. I'm Glenn Llewens. I'm Daniel Pudillo, And I love listening to the Wednesday Till I Die
2: podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Um, got another win to talk about this this week, which is uh, which is nice. Obviously, there were no game uh, no game this this weekend. Just just gone. Uh, it felt strange to me. I don't know about you, Jamie.
3: Yeah, crap, mate. It always is. It's like when you have an international break and that, it, And denote, you're just like, right, weekend's over now. You know, with Scotland, when Scotland and Wales play, they all come together as a country because they love it. But Wales, because club football is a lot more important, it's just crap in it. But at least at least, it's a win to talk about. Not like a very good win and then a very good loss. Do you know what I mean? It's just actually a win to talk about for once to end up podcasts instead of having a very good performance and a crap one. So,
2: I know exactly. Obviously, that two 0 win against Wickham, which I, n- I know we've said it time and time again, but it seems like every game is pretty much a, a must win game at the moment. But I thought I thought that you know to come away with a win, um, it's probably well, it's what it's what we needed, isn't it? Really, isn't it? Nothing other than a, other than a win, two um, 0 another Rhodes goal, which he seems to be uh, back in the goals, and then uh, Reach, obviously a bit of a deflection, but uh, nice to see him getting uh, getting back in. On, on the goals as well I mean we'll just We'll go straight into it
3: then That that, that road's goal What did you What did you reckon of it? Well For, for, for a start a so a lot of people Going oh Bannon scored In Edda. What the hell I'm thinking What's everyone going on about Even if Even if you get it wrong Why isn't everyone Watching it on Ivo like, Anyway um, Yeah What you think of it Is typical I've, I've said it before It started the very podcast Right at the start i said it all over Facebook I don't think it's amazing Blah 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 But if he gets, gets given a chance Ewolf can score That is it And he did And we reach I see it all the time and it really angers me. I say every week we reach, I think he's a solid performer. He's always performing, he never loses ball. You can't say he ever has a bad game because his quality, I think his quality. And again, yeah, it's a deflection, but he scores. So 2-0 win, like just like last time we played him at home when we beat him going up to League One, from League One. And another solid performance where we never looked like losing.
2: I can't believe it, was, it that that was last time that we played him at home. What what were it like? Nine years ago, something something crazy like that. I did I didn't think it were it were it were that long. It's funny actually. Um, the uh, Wickham media team actually contacted me uh, last last week to actually yeah I saw that uh, yeah to to do like a bit of a you know uh, opposition view I think they called it and it was funny as well. They, they said. Uh, which players do you think will, that, that we'll see that didn't play last time and I said Shaw Rhodes and um, what's his name that defender Uruguay uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <You're>, yeah, <laughs> yeah
3: Uruguay yeah Uruguay yeah
2: you know, I said that they, they'd all start lo and behold they all started and I and I even predicted uh 2-0. I don't know why I said 2-0 though, because in that in Wednesday picks, which we'll get on to you later said on. Uh, yeah. I said 3-0, but anyway, they, they must thought I was like some sort of mystic meg because um, <laughs> everything that I said, <laughs> but came, uh, with, he were good, through.
3: weren't he? Here's with the manager, he was classing. I like he just got he had so much passion, he had so much passion. He's, it's just cool. It's just a cool dude, isn't he? He's still on the sideline. He, had, he was just, I don't know, he just he had passionate about everything. And it shows how good the win were as well because they want to beat Oldersfield on Saturday 3 2, didn't they? They were 2 0 down and beat Oldersfield 3 2. And yeah, that's nice dragged weird.
2: everyone in. That's dragged
3: has, everyone into it. It, it. it hasn't, but, but at the same time, I, I know it's stupid saying it because we're in a relegation battle, not with them, but I, I don't know, I've always liked Wickham since that day at Osborne, and I, I'd love him to stay up by a point and Wednesday to stay up by a point as well, Well, that's not going to happen, is it?
2: But you said about Ainsworth though, do not you think it, it were like you know football match at seven and uh, you know a concert at ten o'clock? <laughs> yeah, either that or he just turned up on his Harley Davidson or something. When I saw him, I thought, is he is, is he manager for real? Like, no, it's either like a suit or a track or trackies or a coat, not like leather jacket. And anyway, that's uh, that's for another time. I mean, onto to, to, to roads. Yeah, I mean, when you when you give them opportunities in the six yard box. He ain't gonna miss. He's not. He's clearly not lost it. When uh, when players talk about him and when Thompson talks about him, everyone said that you know he, he puts a shift in in training. And he's you know like such, such a professional and things like that. And it is good to see that he's actually you know putting the ball back at net. um Another person that we need to talk about, I think, is is Harris. I thought he had an absolute blinder. And now uh, he's someone that I've, I've already said that I'm not his biggest fan. Because his, his his final ball ain't quite ain't quite there. But look, if you can if you can put ball on on head more often
3: than not, then that's only going to be a positive thing. Yeah, mate, and I think it's, you know, there's nothing better than when you said to someone, "I told you so." He said, "You know what I mean?" And things like that. Like if if you, as much as much satisfaction as like you for you like saying he's crap in the meeting. I think he's all right. And then he. He said a penalty and stuff like that, and as much as you'd hate saying it, it's still like, Yeah, I told you, do you know what I mean? So, with him, I think all over Facebook as well, there was a certain kid who were, he always said, Yeah, but look at his assists and blah blah all the time, and then he's got two assists in two games or something like that since like with Rhodes to win the game, and then that to, to basically set up the game again, two but two crosses from or it's two headers from Rhodes, and um, it's that's all he's ever needed. So, if you can do that, then reach your other side, he'll put them balls in, like it'd be Windass and Norwich, and things like that. And it's just it's exactly what we need. We need Aris to have an end product because he is an absolute threat, the biggest threat in this division, one of the biggest threats in this division if he can get that end product.
2: Exactly. And, and when you look at the other sides in, in the league, you look at um, Brentford, they've got that, is it Ivan Tony. Yeah. Uh, you look at Reading, they've got Lucas Schwao. Um, they've all got players that have scored, you know, 15, 16 goals a season. And then we've just not had that, that, that person for, well... I, th- I think last time were Steve McLean, I think it was, who scored more than 20 goals. And when you look, them teams that are, have got them players that are scoring the goals. Look at where they are in the league. You know, they're up, they're up yep. near the top. It's, it's clear, it's obvious to see that, you know, if you get a goal scorer in your side, then it's going to, you know, put you further up the, up the league. And I'm not saying that Rhodes is going to be that person. You know, Jury is still like, out. I know he scored, scored But it two. can be,
3: James. It can be. That's the thing. It can be, mate. Can't it? It can't. If he, look, he's, he's got that cross from Irish, yeah. And that's a great header at Bournemouth, and then he's done the same there against. The, he's got in that six-yard box what players don't get. Him. He gets there. Other players don't, and then you've got Patterson who's been getting a few. These players that are going to score, Jordan Rhodes, right? It doesn't. It, you can't even see him in the game. Doesn't come in the game, and then he'll score that one chance he gets, and that's all he needs. If you want to score, everyone would have said, "Oh, he didn't even perform. He didn't turn up. He didn't even have a chance." But all he needs is that one chance, and he'll score. Yeah, if, I mean,
2: if you look as well, um, I think it's it, it reach that crosses it in and it goes up for Eddie with, with defender and just misses it, and then it, then it comes to Harris who puts that first time crossing. But if you look as he's landed, it's straight away he's turned to face Harris and he's gone straight into the six yard box. Yeah, uh, yeah. Where defender were a bit too slow to react. The defender didn't know where we were going, and it, and in it, it, Ender it is in between two defenders, free header, and you know it, it's quality for him to you know, put the, put the ball where he was going to put it. Keeper's no chance. He's never getting here in a, in a month of Sundays. So uh, it's good to know that, we've, that, we've, that he's actually got that bit of confidence back.
3: It is. And I think what people don't realise, James, like what me and you wouldn't have realised if, if this didn't happen, say that, for example, like cross from Harris, say that he'd a shot and it went over the bar, Yeah, no one would have looked at Rhodes where he was stood. No one would have looked at where he was stood. That you'd have never spoken about it. He wouldn't have scored a goal, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It was only because he put it bang, bang on his head that he scored. But the thing is, like, this is a problem with Rhodes. He gets in these positions, but you don't even realize. So, like, if if obviously just it's it over bar, or it just I don't know, miss it, miss like miscontrolled it, then the defender got a to roads or whatever. But because he did it first time, he's made that space for himself and he scored that goal. But it has to be given to him. That's the point we're making. If you give it to him at that moment when he makes space, he'll score.
2: I mean, it's good as well that no, normally. When I, when I've been watching Wednesday this this season, it's looked as if they've just not played together like at all. Um, whereas in that situation there, when Harris has put it across to him, it's like they've it's almost like they've worked you on, on training. Well, yeah, um, exactly. In, 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 do you know what I mean? And they the know where each other is. Whereas like you just said, it, it, you know, <clears throat> early on in the season, Harris had just it with his right foot, or and it had gone eye wide and handsome. Um, whereas now they've. You know they're not trying to play it in, into back at in net, but you know reaches in a uh, sorry Rhodes is in a much better position. He's put it across for him. That's it. One nil. Pressure pressures off. Although saying that, I thought again we uh, we did kind of not really finish finish Wickham off. I thought we
3: were a bit touch and go when it when it were one nil, um, like like always. And I, I, I do, but at the same time, I, at the same time, I, I, I think we're quite comfortable. Like first times when it were two nil, I think that were it, and but. I just want, just want to mention one more time that we are. because he's got three assists this season now and I can remember them all. The Brentford one, if you can remember it, when he made it 1-1 at home and he crossed it in for Patterson and he added it in. And He has got a it great cross, but anyway, he has got a cross on him. He has got that that on him. He just needs someone to understand him and he, he needs someone that will make them run for him, which is like Rhodes is doing now. But yeah, sorry, the Wickham game, he, I thought it was quite comfortable. I've, obviously, there were times and stuff like that. There's always going to be times where it could go one way or other, but I always thought we had enough even though we are a deflected goal at made the second, I thought we had enough.
2: Myself and Jamie bring this podcast to you because we're both passionate Wednesday eyes, but it doesn't come without a cost. Now, we're not doing this to get rich, but for less than the cost of a matchday pint a pint, you can help support the podcast. By becoming a patron, you'll be helping with the hosting costs, as well as allowing us to purchase new equipment to further enhance the listening experience and allow us to continue producing this podcast for you each and every week. Just go to patreon.com forward slash WTIDpod to become a patron of the podcast. Now we don't want it to make you feel like you have to, but your support is genuinely appreciated. So thank you. Yeah, I mean that makes it five wins at home now as well. Now I don't want to I don't want to say them words, you know, fortress. Well I've just said it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? It, it, well, he's, he's, yeah. It's almost getting that way, is You know, when you when you win five games. I, I, you want it to be when when teams come to 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 Illsborough, you want them to think, oh, a point's good, a point's good enough. Do you know what I mean? No matter whether you're Brentford or you're Norwich or you're Rotherham or whatever it may be, you want them to think right. If we can get a point here, that's a good result because already they're going to be on back foot, and that's going to play into play into our hands. You know, you don't want it where they're going to turn up and think we're going to we're going to beat these three and three and four nil. I mean, I think last game that we lost at home were Barnsley. I think it, I think it were that, that two one. But since then, we've um, you know
3: we've gone on a bit of a roll. Still running ten years or something like that. Blah blah. I can remember if. If, um just before when Pulis for you and everyone was saying no oh, that's the first time Wednesday have won on a Saturday at three o'clock in a year when they won a game on a Saturday and it's the first time that Wednesday have won two games on a bounce at home in this long and whatever night it's five and I think that that season when we playoffs and we'd lost two all season that's when it's a fortress mate that's when all when all fans are there when it's just the nightmare to come to but I don't think. Um, you're right with what you're saying and I do get it but I, I don't think you can have a fortress I don't know one team in the world now like even Man City It's it, I don't think any ground can seem like a fortress without fans if that makes sense like nobody's going to be scared to, to any ground even even if they never ever ever lose because I don't think there's a difference between play like Brentford I'd say that's a you don't think about going to Brentford away yeah it's they're a good side and um with fans whatever whatever, but they're going to be as good as they are at home do you know what I mean we can be scored three past tomorrow or two whatever or the week when it was 7-2 or whatever they can concede more I just think yeah keep winning at home we're not conceding either but as as, as far as Fortress is concerned it's hard to do without fans in it when was the last time we conceded at home by the way uh,
2: do you know what I'm just going to have a look at that now for you because that is a uh, it's a bit of a shout that one let's have a look Sheffield Wednesday it is isn't it
3: at home spare
2: barely two seconds uh, with Middlesbrough,
3: so we've only conceded one goal. Conceded one goal in five at home. That's unbelievable. That's yeah. I
2: mean, that, that's another stat that's kind of gone under the radar, isn't it? Really? Yeah, right? it is. What, what yeah. you think about it? And that's uh, you know, that is that's obviously good. When you said about um, obviously a bit a fortress and not being any fans and stuff, going slightly off topic of Sheffield Wednesday, but I saw a I saw a statistic that um, in they looked at all the leagues, all the top leagues, you know, Serie A, uh, Premiership. Etc., etc., and I think Premier League and La Liga, I think it were, it's actually, um, like a, neg- like a negative effect being at home, like the await the, the away, oh, really? yeah. More, more away, there's I mean, been more away wins than he has home wins in them leagues this season, which is absolutely crazy when you think about it. When last season, you know, there's more more home wins than there is uh, away, so there's a massive swings, yeah, there. of course. And I think, think it's true when you're just looking at us in, in general. The run that we were on and how bad we were. I'm thankful that there weren't any fans in the ground because,
3: yeah, we said that didn't we? Very first start podcast, we said it at the start.
2: Yeah, we'd have been turning up and we'd have been going home at like after 30 minutes or half time or whatever, you know what I mean? Not even making it into the second half because it'd have been that bad. Can you imagine that walking out to you know 15,000 fans or 20,000 fans and then half time and there's about five. Left that must make you feel proper crap, you know what I mean? And, and at least we, hadn't, at least we hadn't had that. And, and now things are, you know, now things are picking up. And uh, you know, we can't, um, well, definitely, um, can't seem to, uh, can't seem to put a foot wrong. To be,
3: to be perfectly honest. So now you just mentioned put a foot wrong, James. I know this has got no to put wrong. it's just made me think about an injury, just because you said a foot wrong, like Andre Green. We Andre Green. What's this? Isn't my? I don't know. I'm not going to say it's a fight, but from what I'm, from what I know. He's, he's not been injured all his career and he's, he's signed for Wednesday he's been keeping you were saying that he's been keeping fit he's been waiting for a clinical club or, and then he signs for Wednesday and he's injured straight away whether it's for a week or a month he's injured again straight away we, all we've done when we spoke to these professionals ex-pros is what are he doing different? And oh, I don't know, maybe this, maybe... It, it's another injury, again, like Liam Shaw, right? He was playing well in Nice Bike, we were injured. And he's been a youth player that's played all his career, under 23s, wherever. and he's never, ever been injured. And he has been. Now there's him. Unless it's, unless it's corona and they're trying to cover it up, I honestly, I honestly think that could be a shout. That you know, I really do Good think thing. because when we when we spoke to a few people in the past, whether it's work or anything, whatever we've done, all we all they've ever said to us is don't don't mention this, don't mention Corona or whatever. I honestly think it, all these injuries could be Corona. I really do because if not, it's going to be a lot more bigger hit media. We're going to have to play less players. We're going to, have to be more pre- careful. So if it greens at it, it's been out for two weeks. Sure, we're out for two weeks. You know what I mean? It's just I don't know.
2: So yeah, yeah. I mean, alarm, bell, alarm bells are ringing, and I'm I'm going to come on to uh, that lack of communication and and things like that from the club in a in a little bit. But yeah, I mean, it is just we've, we've suffered with injuries so many times, and I think we're just probably the the most unluckiest club ever. To be fair, when it when it comes to injuries, we can't even. Um, you know, string the same same side together, although saying that in the last couple of weeks we have we have put a, a similar side out that you know to previous to the previous week. Um but I, that Andre Green, he was someone I was, I was looking forward to seeing. I mean I know yep. he didn't do anything. We both Coventry. Were. He didn't know what Coventry did, did he and to be fair. Nobody did, uh, to be perfectly honest. But when he played that game against Everton, I thought we saw so glimpses of you know, hey, oh, this this kid could have you know add something a little bit different, you know, get someone who can get behind the defence and you know run onto them balls uh, and stuff. But it's just never well, he's injured in it, he? so
3: it's not really materialised. Yeah, what I like as well though is what well, if you remember that before he came, we said I said. Because you said, who's he going to replace? And I said, well, you can't say he's can replace Harris and blah, 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 because you don't know how good he's going to be. So unless you see how good he is, that's... Well, then we spoke about, when we watched him play, yeah, he could replace someone. But then, if you think about it, it sort of gives Harris a kick-up arse, is not it? Because that's sort of the position he might take, however, and he's got his two assists since he's come. And so, I've not even thought about that until just now. It seems to have made an effect on his performance.
2: Yeah, I mean, I've I've got written down here. Harris ran his socks off, and I think he did against Wickham. He were up and down, up and down constantly throughout the the whole game. And I mean, he, he did that. The press conference after. I mean, I'm going to say it. I, I had him down as man at match. I don't know about, don't know about you. Who would you say about man at match against Wickham?
3: Harris, hundred percent.
2: Or Uruguay, yeah. Uruguay were good again. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. He, would, he had another solid performance, did he? He's coming You know what? He's played. Has he played what four? Four times, three, four times since uh, since he's come back. I don't inside.
3: know, but but it's, it's, it's a joke now, nah, though, mate. He's, he's played for about three or four games and he's not got injured. I don't know who he thinks he is.
2: <laughs> I know, yeah, or sent
3: off. Like last time he got sent off, didn't he? Like last year. I who do you think he is, not getting flipping injured? Like, who he for, thinks he played for a different club or something. Must be because he's called Uruguay.
2: Yeah, but I mean, yeah, he was the one. I uh, thought Uch had a uh, solid performance yeah, again. Again. Centre back. To be fair, West between. Yeah, between Westwood and Hutchinson, they're almost absolutely nailed on starters every single game.
3: Yeah, like there wasn't past.
2: Yeah, but it's it's funny in a way because I, I don't like I don't like dwelling on past, and I, and I think sometimes you have to move on. You can't just keep playing the same same players all the time. Um, but when the you know when Westwood's pulling them saves off like he did against Preston, I know he. You will know, be like four in, but he did pull off some absolute worldies. And you've got Ouch not putting a foot wrong. He seems to have sorted some out. because well, yeah, it's them two. Again, he's not got a yellow card. Again, again. I can't believe it.
3: I don't know what it is, mate. I, I, I think, I don't want to jinx it like that. <laughs> but at the same time, mate. Since <laughs> Red he's card back, next week. <laughs> yeah, next week. Since he's come back, to, he should have got a yellow card for that penalty at Bournemouth, by the way. But anyway, since he's come back... He's been solid as anybody apart from Coventry, but we, we're going to leave that out. We're not going to keep saying apart from Coventry because no one played against Coventry. But since his comeback, mate, he's been absolutely solid, right? Westwood, they've had an understanding, them two together for years, uh, Wednesday, for years. Since, since, the, I put a, you know what I did, James? I put a tweet out about uh, Westwood when he went, when he went Wednesday, and oh, he's stealing the living, he's stealing this, he's stealing this, he's stealing this bar, bar for ages. And I put a tweet out and it was perfect, right? And I said, When Monk were at Wednesday, they were there for however long you were, and he didn't want Westwood. He was never playing in blah, blah, blah. As soon as Monk goes, Pulis comes. And Pugh wants to bring him back in, right? And that is what he waited for. He weren't taking piss, he weren't this, he weren't that. He was just waiting for a new personality. Because why leave a club and go somewhere you don't want to go when you're settled here? When it's just one manager that don't want to play you and people didn't like him being here anyway, which is what he did. And then he's come back in and he's absolutely nailed it. On you always feel safe with na- You know before it's oh this is a bit dodgy about Wildsmith this is a bit dodgy about Dawson. Can you remember a few months back when Dawson signed that new contract and everyone were buzzing the tits off because they were like yes because he were going to be next big thing. Then he were linked with Celtic and stuff just because. He had a, f- a few good games, and now he's third choice again, fourth choice, or whatever. And Westwood is just solid. You always feel safe with him at net. You always feel safe with him to it back. Yeah, he might make a mistake, but he'll make a lot better better decisions than he will mistakes.
2: Absolutely. Now, just before I move on, if you do want to follow us on on Twitter, you can follow myself. It's at James Mapping, and uh, Jamie's at Jamie Alcroft. Obviously, we put a few things out, you know, through, uh, throughout the week, share his opinions and and whatnot. We have a new podcast ready for you to download and listen to each and every Monday. So make sure you subscribe and you'll never miss an episode. Episode. Now one thing I were just going to say was don't you think that Hutchinson's actually brought Bannon on? Like Bannon since Hutchinson's coming inside has played a lot yeah. a lot better.
3: And you know why? Because of what you said I was going to say you're right with it. When you were saying before it was like Bannon didn't trust defence. It was coming to pick the ball up from defence blah 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 blah. He knows the, Hutchinson knows him inside out same as he, Bannon knows him. And since he's come back, he's that person. He, need, he don't he don't need a voice because Hutchinson's got that voice. He don't need to pick ball up for because he knows Hutchinson's comfortable with ball and he can play it into Bannon further forward like he has been doing and then he can then attack from further forward. So you were right with that.
2: Yeah, well, you look... I mean, I know he had uh, that chance against Bournemouth where where Bannon were on edge at box and, uh, you know, that would be an absolute world if it had gone in. I, I don't... Were he, were it Millwall or were it Wickham? We had another chance, he uh, had another good shot like edge at box, but again, he's in these positions on the edge at box where
3: what, he wouldn't But he had been in he, before,
2: yeah, because he's normally he's normally pinging a 50 yard pass from you know for for someone to like try and run onto, which never happens. Whereas now he's getting further forward, and we're actually seeing Bannon playing a lot, a lot better. It's, it's almost like Hutchinson with that piece of jigsaw that we were missing. I hate to admit it because I, I, I didn't. Like I've, just, like I've just said, I, I, yeah, I, I know. I, I want new players to be filling their positions, not going to someone who's thirty But well, you'd rather be round. proved
3: wrong. You'd rather be proved wrong, though, wouldn't you, James? Do you know what I mean? Me and you would rather say something about a player and then him come in and completely prove us wrong and, and get us wins than City are saying, "Told you." Do you know what I mean? and lose, so
2: yeah, of course. What I mean, I, and I will put my hands up and I will, I will admit when you know when I've said, when I've said something, I've been, I've been proved wrong, and I think with Hutchinson, that is one of them, one of them cases, and uh, I think he's been. Like I've like just said, I, I, a bit first player on team sheet at the moment. I don't think he's put a foot wrong. All right, other than that, other than that penalty, but you're probably a bit bit harsh, be a bit harsh on him on uh, on that one.
3: Talking about penalties, then just reminded me: Did you watch Man City game at weekend? Man City Tottenham.
2: Uh, I, I did, but only on on and off. I only I went watching it fully.
3: So Man City got a penalty and no one, like, they, they, they always miss penalties. Aguero's the most solid one, but he's on bench. Anyway, long story short, they were on about Edison. I don't know if you've seen him, but he's unbelievable. He got an assist again for Man City. It's yes, unbelievable. One, yes. he's, he's, but he takes penalties in training and things like this. They were saying, and we thought we were going to take penalty. And Jamie Carragher and Tyler, Martin Tyler said, uh, Jamie Carragher went, well, no matter what it is, if keeper comes up, I'll tell you now, nah, don't matter what penalty he takes, it won't be better than Kevin Pressman's. And he started talking about <laughs> Pressman. So I want to ask this to fans listening even though Prespens is the best penalty. Can you all remember a goalkeeper, apart from that Columbia one and abroad and wherever, can you all remember a goalkeeper taking penalties, whether it's in a match or a shootout? Remember a good one. Can you tweet us the best penalty by a goalkeeper you've seen? Look on YouTube, look at anything, even if it's a compilation, just tweet us at WTID pod, Wednesday Tide Pod, if you don't already have it. Give us a tweet with the best penalties, a link to a YouTube video or, any, or any, anything that a goalkeeper's took, home or abroad or whatever.
2: Oh, Who's that one you were talking about? Is that that Paraguayan one, Chilla, Chilla or whatever? He, he scored about about 50 goals or something. Yeah, they were,
3: were left footed one. I think it just you took up a wacket or whatever, but they was just free few... kicks as well, you know? Yeah, it took three. He scored a lot of three kicks, I know, but
2: next thing I want to, I want to talk about, uh, I'm going to have a bit of a rant here. He's, obviously, I know game were called off at the weekend because of a frozen pitch, but for me, I know I know it's just I know it was cold yeah I get that I get that it, you know games called off you can't play on a pitch if it's absolutely rock hard it's dangerous blah 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 I, I get it but I just think that there needs to be some more clear communication coming out from from the club and a bit more transparency um Bradford game got called off um, but with that one they've, they've put a piece out and they've told us exactly what 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 had happened with club? Uh, what groundsmen have been doing? This, that, and the other. And then you've got Sheffield Wednesday. It's like literally three lines, pitch is frozen. We'll reschedule at another time. Now, someone could say that's all that you need to say. And and again, again, I get that. But you look on Twitter, and there's rumours left, right, and centre about you know have we got have we got um, under soil eating or not? Can we not afford it? Uh, have we just not put it on because uh, because br- we know we're going to get beat by Swansea? Eh? Uh, all these things that this is, yeah, right it's all know, a crap in it, yeah. And, and I know it's all I know it's all rubbish, but then in next breath, you've got Chan Siri telling us that the old fans are negative. Now, surely, if, if the club would just come out and, and put a bit more substance to their to, to why the game's been called off then it, it puts a stop to all, the, all these rumours. And then that way, you know, you don't have every Tom Dick and Harry you know, talking about, you know, can we not afford it? And I can see why I can see why they're saying it because, you know, you've got, um, there's, a, there's a football club we've just been li- lied to constantly. You've got FFP weren't a problem. We get 12 points deducted. We're going to sign players in January. We sign nobody. Everyone's gonna get a refund for the season tickets. Most people ain't got them. It's just one thing after after another. And people are gonna people are gonna speculate and stuff. And that's not what you want as a football club. It makes everything toxic.
3: It does, it does, mate. And, I, and you you know a lot more, you read into stuff a lot more than that, than I do, I'll just look at it and I'll think, yeah, please cancelled stuff it. I don't need to read it. do you know what I mean? I don't give a toss about it. If it's cancelled, it's cancelled. But at the same time, I just think all it reverts back to for me personally is. When you talk to Luvins and that people everyone's listening to that podcast, it was brilliant. Like everyone knows how good it were we in. But Glenn Luvins said to me and you, it, it really cares about Kobe, always tries, best interest. I so thought that's enough for me. I don't care what any media says, I don't care about anything. All I know is that Glenn Luvins, who's a trusted professional. We, we, everyone made their opinion of and listened to his podcast. He told us he's got best intentions, he's a good guy, he's this, is that, and he makes mistakes. So that's all I care about. I, 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 if I were Chan C, as much as we mess up fans all the whole time, there is there is a lot of answers we need, but it is negative 24-7. It's always summer. So if I were him, I'd just be the same. I'd be like, oh, shut up. But at the same time, we are, we haven't got a right to be. We need our refunds. We need all this. So, yeah, it's a, it's a catch 50-50 to a minute, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I mean, all that all I want is just like transparency from from the club and just come out. I mean, another thing, we've not even filed the accounts for. I think I don't know, 2015 or something stupid. It's been that long. We just there's always always something, in, in in back of your mind, you're always thinking, are we, you know, are we are we doing something wrong? Is it is is something a bit dodgy? Or you know, and and fans are going to be, you know. It's, people say it's just a game, which proper infuriates me. All right, I know it is just a game, but there's people out there that, that, is their, that all they think about is Sheffield Wednesday. They spend thousands of pounds, not even in the lifetime, just in, in a year, they're spending all this money on season tickets, away, away matches. Now, I know we can't go at the moment, but, you know, all the travel, all you know, taking kids to football matches. It's not just a, a 20 quid, you know, oh, I'll just do something at the weekend. Yeah, it's, there's no
3: kids it, for a quid and stuff anymore, is there, like?
2: No, if you've got two, if you've got two kids, so you go, and then you've got to go to McDonald's, so you've got to get, you know, you've got to get a happy meal, and you've got to get something to eat, and then you might go to a pub, and it's a few pints, and you've got to get a drink at half time, which costs and, then, and, like then a, and then there's a the bandit, quid.
3: then there's a bandit before pub at least two hundred and fifty on that, <laughs> unless you don't win jackpot, then you go next one. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> but but do you know what I mean? Before you know it, it's like two hundred quid, uh, and so people have, have invested into this football club, and I feel like we're not getting. We're not getting anything anything back. Now I know it's hard, he's other side of the world at the moment, but it that's why that's the, the whole all through this process, he's not got the right people involved, or if he has got the right people involved, he's not been listening to him. And I think, you know, or he thinks that he's doing the right thing. And I think sometimes I mean we were we were talking to Brian Laws, weren't we? That episode will be coming out shortly, and he was saying that he'd, he'd guy? to get yeah, he'd love to get back involved with the club and he said he was just waiting for that phone call. Yeah, just
3: like, to... Perdue, just like Daniel Padilla. just like Daniel Padilla. I think they all are they all they all have a club. that's what I loved about him as well, Lovens when he said we and Daniel Perdue, he said we a lot, what was with, with we and it's always we and you see a lot of these players, they do not seem to settle in Sheffield and all this, but I think but then going back to that James, when you by needing answers and all this, he said it perfect, Glenn Lovens, on the podcast. He said all they need is some structure. I need someone in there that's going to come in from head to touch and give it a bit of structure. So we need this, that doing that, doing this point, that point, that point, blah blah. So Chelsea needs to let that happen.
2: Now uh, we'll look forward to the to the next match. Um, Stoke playing them uh, away from home. Now I'm just looking at uh, them. Now they, they, I think they're about eight or nine in, in league, um, but they've had six draws and two defeats in the last eight games. So they're on a uh, they're on a bit of a. Bit of a rubbish run. You know what that means?
3: Yep. Yeah, so, with Millwall, when it doesn't matter, doesn't matter about what run anyone's had. I said this to you before, and I don't care. If they're on a worse run, they're going to win. That is what's happening. But all I'm scared about is Fletcher and Morgan Fox, who's playing well. I've seen him playing. I know Morgan Foxy had a bit of something. But uh, Fletcher scored a weekend. I think he had only a penalty or something. But I can see him bagging one against Wednesday. But then we're hutching some back. He knows how to mark him. So, yeah, he played for us. If you can, anyway, well, I don't know. It's going to be one of them again, James, where we can go there. And we can we can get another good win one nil. Or we can also go there and we can get a little two-nil spanking just what so, just what so Wednesday fans can start going, oh my god, that is it. Why have we lost again away from home? This is it. This is it. We're going down. We're gonna be in league two in a few weeks.
2: Well, last time we played him, we it were it boxing day when we when we were winning two one? Uh Lost three two. time Is that is that with that last time we played him away from home over that season before? I can't I can't remember. Oh, I can remember that it absolutely ruined my boxing day for sure. <laughs>
3: yeah, that, that, was,
2: that was absolutely terrible. That that they
3: weren't that it, we were they were quite quite a while ago that I think because all scored for Wednesday didn't it or all got Tom Lee scored all got flick on or something. But yeah, we were two That's one really up wow. in 90th minute, weren't we? And then they beat us yeah. three two.
2: I just think for me we've got we've. We we have got a, you know a difficult run of fixtures. I know we've kind of dodged the uh, the Swansea one until a little bit a little bit later on, but we've got Stoke coming up, uh, and then we've got Birmingham. That is another absolutely massive six
3: points. Yeah, we can't lose out to up. Birmingham. They're shocking them. They're absolutely shocking. But yeah, they, uh, we go again saying that, and then we win they, I just think they're crap. Like they really are crap.
2: So for, for me, I mean just looking at them two games, obviously going back to Stoke one. If we come away with just a point, I don't think a point is a is a bad result. I know they're on a bit, be, yeah. Because, because we've fall. got Birmingham. Because
3: we've got yeah. Birmingham next, yeah, exactly. That's what I exactly.
2: was saying. Exactly. And I think and I think we've just got to take every game as it comes. It's away from home again. Like I know you were talking about you know away away from um, advantage don't really count any anymore. But I think we've just got to go there. Let's be solid, let's not make a you know, let's not embarrass ourselves like we've done against Millwall uh, and Coventry let's just put a solid performance in if it's a 0-0 a 1-1 2-2 whatever, whatever it is I'll, I'll be just happy with we've just checking a point from them
3: yeah and I'll tell you something what, that's just reminding me you know what I love about this all I've seen all over Twitter again I seem to prove everyone wrong at the minute which I'm loving because there's nothing better than when you say something to someone and it happens and there's some fans again tweeting me on my personal Twitter um, yeah this is not good enough with Millwall blah, blah. we can't get a run together It's not consistent. I went, listen, we've got six wins in nine. What are you on about, blah, blah? Anyway, arguing with people again, right? And obviously, you've got 90% of us to cut for you. But you look at these, now we've won seven in 10, James, right? And the three that we haven't won, look at Coventry. Look at how we bounced back. It was fantastic. We won. And then Millwall, we've, we're, on a, we're on a good run again. We're, we're, we're winning, at, well, nearly winning half time until Pelopassi decided to lose game for us. And then we lost 4-1. And then again, we play home Wickham and we bounce back. This is, a, this is what I'm loving, the character. Like, there's no shit, that's it. We're on a bad run now for another 10 games when you lose. But we're coming straight back with a win. And it's massive. It's, it's huge that we've got that character.
2: Yeah, I think the part, that's partly down to the fact that you've got games coming so quick. Do you know what I mean? We 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 have a defeat and then two days later we've got another game and we can rectify it and then it's not like, like it's our system. Um I think that's got a, a massive uh a massive thing to do with it.
3: But it weren't happening earlier in the season, James. Like when we were losing, we weren't playing two games later and then winning winning, and then two games later again and then winning, we were losing, 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 drawing, losing, losing. Do you know what I mean? So it don't, don't make a difference when the next game is, We're winning when we just after we've lost. So that's 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 what's good.
2: I mean, I think uh, Thompson's doing obviously doing something right. I don't know what it, I don't know what it is. I think for personally, it's probably because he's been there so long. He knows them players inside out. There's not one player that's been at Sheffield Wednesday longer than he has, so he's seen every single player come into the club. In some in some cases leave, come back. Uh, he, he, you know, he knows them inside out, and, and similarly, they'll know him as well. You know, so it's not like he's a new person that they've got to try and impress. They just it's just you Neil know, Thompson not it, so they've. Uh, it, you know whether it, I, I just think that like the morale and stuff and it, I mean one thing I picked up on against Wickham and let's just go back a little bit with Chay uncle No when uh when we yeah, scored that goal he went yeah. like jumping up do you know what you no know, if you told you no know, if you said that there were thirty thousand fans in stadium I'd have probably believed you, you No, know, by looking at his reaction. Uh, and then and then after the game as well he's like you know fist pumping and like the emotion in his face. That's what you want.
3: Yeah, he's the type of person, run over to fans at home when they score, and run over, come on, to you. he's the type of person you want, James, and I believe he's another leader, he is, he's another leader on pitch, and he's one that you'll see him, his interviews at Wigan and things like that, when he, when he lose, he comes out, and he's like, he comes out, and he's like, yeah, it's not good enough from us, we should have done this, we should have done that, but we're trying, we're trying, do you know what I mean, he's brilliant, I think he's brilliant, and he faces crowd, he does it on Twitter, Instagram as well, he's just, he's brilliant, Is what we need.
2: You can follow us on our social media. Just search for at WTIDpod on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook and make sure you get involved. Right then, so uh, we've done it for the past two weeks then, Jamie, this guest, the player. Um, Have you
3: you got another one lined up for us? Yep, so I'll I'll stick on the same sort of subjects with clues. I do three clues, we'll do it all in one go again. So we signed this player from Bristol City in 2004. Second clue. He went up Wednesday for four years and he played in the promotion winning season in 2006 was it when we got promoted to um, championship from Millennium Stadium right have you got it yet mm, no last clue it was a striker with spiky hair and he had a really big personality Ah, oh, know it is I've got that go on. one oh, wait for 10 seconds so fans at home go Right, so James, have you
2: got it? I'm gonna say, is he Lee Peacock? <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, Lee Peacock. Yeah, what a
2: legend! Good. good one, that one. When, good one.
3: And when David Lucas comes out, we'll listen to him in a few weeks, won't we? David Lucas, when you talk about Peacock and that, same address or whatever. anyway. Yeah, so yeah, that does <laughs> that, that, a little guess along at home. See who got it at home, and then um... fantastic, fantastic.
2: Um, now, so it's that time again. Uh, that weekly feature brought to you in association with Wednesday Picks Mapping versus Halcroft. As you probably know now, me and Jamie go head-to-head each week to see who will have the bragging rights. Uh, Wednesday Peaks is a free-to-play game whereby asking and correctly predicting the outcome of the games can bag your share of £1,000. Download the app today from the App Store to play along. Please play responsibly and be
3: gambleaware.org.
2: So Jamie, do you want to know, do you want to find out who, uh, who won last no, week know, I don't, against do Yeah, I don't,
3: I don't think we won the money though, either way. But before you tell me who won, uh, I had, I said one nil, so we'd score one goal. I know you said three nil, so we'd score three goal. So I did know it was going to be two nil, which it was. But I, when when we scored that, if like to goal, I was like, yes, da, but I need to beat James. So anyway, who won? Well, you got five points. Oh my god, that's crap! Why I'm really good at this, no, like anything Premier League and all that. What did you get? Four, five. <laughs> Oh god, another
2: draw! It's another, it's another draw. So uh, uh,
3: the score That's four on the two, still four two to me then. It's I've got it down It's three two. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm I joking.
2: <laughs> gonna say, Jamie, come on, 3-2. Three, <laughs> three, right, uh, your turn. Your turn to go first this time. So as always, we've got will we beat um, Stoke? Is it? Is it my turn? Well, I'm saying, I'm saying it. I'm saying it's. I'm saying it's your turn. So it's your turn. Go on, go on, All right. Go on, go on. So will we beat Stoke? Uh, how many goals, how many corners, how many shots on target, and how many saves will we make?
3: Will we be stuck? No. I think it's 1 1. So, will we be stuck? No. We'll score one. We'll have three corners. We'll make two saves. And we'll have two shots on target.
2: OK. Well, uh, I'm also well, going to go gonna for no. But, uh, we're not going to beat them. Again, I think it's going to be a draw. Uh, it can be a nil-nil drill, so no goals. Uh, we're going to have four or more corners. We're going to have two shots on target, and we're going to make two saves. I think it's going to be quite a, I don't want to say a yeah. boring game. So well, I I, I'd one. take
3: nil-nil, James. I'd take, I'd take nil-nil, mate. Nah, I'll tell you that. I, I would take nil-nil, another clean sheet, and a point away from home, even though it's not really away. Just, yeah, I would, because we've got Birmingham next.
2: So uh, b- before we uh, before we leave you, um, I just wanted to say that we've got quite a few interviews uh, that you can listen to already, and, and I have already seen that quite a few people are listening to them, which is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, um, we've got we've got the Chris Lines interview, uh, we've got the Marcus Tud guy. They've been up for a couple of weeks now. We've got the Glenn Llewellyn's one. Uh, And then we've got a whole host of other interviews coming for you uh, each and every Thursday, uh, starting with Gerald Sabon this Thursday. Uh, We've got Brian Laws, Chris Turner, David Lucas, and also we've got Daniel Padil as well, as well as many more that are going to be coming. To come, yeah. uh, It's brilliant. And
3: it's such such a laugh talking to all these, James, isn't it? I love it.
2: Absolutely. And, um, you know, everyone, I keep get, we keep getting loads of feedback saying that people are loving these uh, these interviews. So if you do, if you are enjoying them, then please make sure you leave a rating or a review. We do really appreciate
3: it. I, I think for me, James, I, I've had 18, 18 messages on my Instagram this week, 24, I've just been writing it down, 18 on Instagram, 24 on uh, Facebook, and 46 on Twitter, private messages to me personally. And I think the best, even though I love feedback on all of it, I think the best thing for me is when people are, they saying, you know, oh, I love that episode when you spoke about this game and that game. It's not necessarily always the players in general. It's just like we see the reviews and stuff like this, And it's just, yeah, two Wednesday fans talking about the stuff we all talk about and stuff and it's it's really satisfying isn't it so I think we can't we can't really can't thank you enough I, I, I reply to everybody me because I appreciate it like, and I'll talk to everyone I'll just sit there and talk to everyone for hours because even when we put phone down now, nah, James it's, some, it's, it's Valentine's Day I'll ask us one of the cookers dinner and we're like no we need to do a podcast me, me and you getting shit for this which fans don't see but anyway we're going to say and pretend we love our girlfriends and then um... Watch football match at day when we're in bed and they're asleep. Uh,
2: again, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, we do really appreciate it, and I hope you enjoy these uh, these episodes. See you later, guys. Thank you.